When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I am Greer McVeigh. Hello, Whitney. Hello, Greer. Hello, universe. I am having, well, I'm having a, I'm having an amazing week. The time of your life. <laughs> I'm having an amazing week filled with the most aggravating, frustrating. <laughs> I tried to be positive, but my, you know, my computer died. I, well, I shouldn't even say my computer died. My computer my computer um, did needed to do an update. So I was like, okay, do your update. And then when it was done with the update, it wouldn't reboot. And I got stuck in this, what do they call it? A reboot loop, a loop, oh, boot, a boot loop, a reboot loop. That's so it kept trying painful to, to log on, but then it couldn't, and then it wouldn't. So there was obviously some corruption somewhere. So I took it to uh, Geek Squad. I have Best Buy Geek Squad. So I took it there where they're like, oh, we need to have it for at least three to five days. Three to five days is what they estimated. And I'm like, do you even know how long three to five days is? And they didn't seem to care. They're like, well, we've got other others in, in front, front of you. <laughs> which I it just... It was like, I don't understand. It's like, no, that's not acceptable. So Donovan has been trying to talk me off the ledge all week because he's like, you should be oh. off the ledge because he's like bomb. What do you think? They have other have one person there for every computer that comes in. It's something like that. Okay. That's not a good, I just don't believe that what they, that's not a sustainable business model. Well, I don't believe <laughs> what they did took that long so I don't want to wait three days for you to even start which is pretty much what it sounds like but at any rate at the end of the day they ended up and your husband almost got a new laptop I know he's been eyeing my laptop for some time and I was like I'm just going to get another one I just I'm just going to get a new computer maybe that's their plan I ended up they ended up changing out my hard drive. So I did have to pay for a new hard drive. I didn't have to pay for any of the labor and all that. So that's good. But I did have to pay for a new hard drive. And, and then I had to pay for another external drive. Then they gave me the, the old internal drive to take to a third party because they don't do that. So I took it to the third party. And he was like, well, you know, it'll be a hundred, like 99 bucks. And we'll, if we can do it, if we can't do it, we'll, you won't, we won't charge you anything. If we can, we'll try to like, I guess they reassemble the broken files or do whatever. So he had the thing for a few hours. And then he called and he says, oh, I think we can make some progress, but we need your, what's it called? Your login key your bit i don't know what it's called your bit 
locker, your bit locker key. I spent seven hours yesterday trying to find some <laughs> encryption key that he's like, well, you would have it. It's it's like automatically it's on your computer when you get it. But when you log in that first time, it'll generate, it'll give it to you. And you're supposed to like print it out or have it or save it. And I'm like, well, how could I have printed it if my computer was new and wasn't hooked up to a printer yet? And maybe I saved it, but how would I have saved it as a PDF if I didn't have Adobe downloaded yet when I first booted up. So who knows? So I literally have been like, oh my gosh. Did you track it down? I did not track it down. And I'm still did working. Did you try on. calling the manufacturer to ask them? They're like, no, there's like, there's no, you have to do that step. So note to our listeners, <laughs> if you get a new. Because <laughs> we are an education platform. Here, an education platform says Spotify. You need to, if when and if you get a new laptop, or if you have an old laptop, go in there, figure out what your encryption key is before you need it, or create one if you didn't. And I don't know if if I skipped the step or if I did the step and I just don't remember it. So, and there's like there's nothing that they can do. So the good thing is so there are three good things one i didn't have to buy a new laptop i was able to just get put a new hard drive in my laptop that cost me a hundred bucks so instead of a thousand or a couple thousand dollars i only had to pay a couple hundred dollars for these external drives the other good thing is apparently a lot of my stuff is in the cloud yes so as I save documents, I save a lot on my desktop or on my hard on my hard drive. Um, but the stuff that wasn't that's in the cloud, I was able to download and access. And I'm convinced somewhere in there is my key, my encryption key. So anyway, so that has been I've been so unproductive this week, and it was probably just as well because I was sick. Because I had treatment a few days ago and I'm still not feeling great. And then you came and did a, a number on my closet, the beginning stages of helping me organize my closet. And I feel so Now oh you my, can't find anything. Huh? Now I, well, it's <laughs> fine. I'll organize. I just want to go sleep in my closet. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. It's like, I, first of all, I can walk into it. Oh. Uh, it's like if you have a walk-in closet that you can't walk into because you got so much stuff piled in there, then you know, call Whitney. I'm yeah. not gonna say get rid of some of your stuff. Yeah, don't don't call Whitney. Um, th th that was hard work, man. Well, my shoulder I is still it. my shoulder is still sore from lifting stuff to the. <laughs> rearranging stuff on the, the the hangers and all of that I didn't realize you know sometimes when you do things and I'm I'm right-handed so everything I did was with my, my right arm oh, so, you didn't have to work out so see how that benefited ah, everybody yeah no <laughs> that was that was not cool um but I know why organizers get paid such big bucks and they deserve every dime. Do they? How much does that kind of thing cost? Do they charge know. by the hour? I don't know. Hundreds. Project? Hundreds, maybe thousands. I don't know what they charge, but. It's not what, enough. Whatever whatever, whatever they charge, they're worth every penny. <laughs> yeah. So. so if you get someone to come to your house for nothing or a couple hundred dollars, consider yourself blessed. Yes. So it was, I, yes. And if you can get them to like, come, maybe you just like pay, like, I don't know, five grand to get the closet done, the closets, the garage, the, See, the pantry. The time to do all that is when you first move in before and get your systems set up. Yeah. So that you can go from there rather than having to undo. And then that is true. So if you know what you want, or if you don't. And of course, I'm always like, oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, 
I want to live in the space so I can get a sense of how I need to use it. Then no. I'll do it. No. And then here we are two years later and that no. has just not happened. So no. Yeah. And this was on the, the tail end of me doing my own closet, right? So we went on a sort of cleaning spree, I think starting before Thanksgiving. And and then Michael put in uh, a piece of our closet structure that he'd bought some time ago and hadn't installed. So he installed that. I went through and changed all the hangers and I took stuff out. And it was therapeutic and it was nice and the closet looks great, but it it's, it's work. It's work, but we're going to start the new year off clean and organized and sort of once you get organized and you have the, the, the systems in place that you need and the infrastructure, it makes life much better and it allows you to have a decluttered space and a decluttered mind so that you can be creative. And well, I'm all about that. And I'm going into the new year with now I just want to like go in and like pull clothes off the shelf because it's like, oh, look at that. It's so nice and neat. Well, imagine it's how it'll be when it's color coded and you can yeah, well, I'm looking for this particular thing. So I know it's here, right? I know it's here yeah. rather than like- well, it, it feels like be, like getting dressed in a high-end designer boutique, except clothes on high-end or designer. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Some of but, those are. <laughs> so anyway, well, we're wrapping up the year and it's it's been a year. <laughs> It, you know what? It has been a year, uh, per personally and professionally here on the podcast. And that's what we're going to talk about, starting with the podcast. And as it relates to sharing some personal things, I, I think we should share that. We've got one more episode this year um, before the year is officially done. And we'll sort of for that episode, talk about what's to come, what we're looking forward to in the new year. But I, I will say this, Spotify that and Spotify took over Anchor, which is the platform that we use for our podcast. Um, and Anchor did this in previous years, sends the, what they call wrapped. And it is the, the wrap up of the year for the podcast with the numbers and how you're doing, how you're progressing or not. Um, but we are, how you're progressing, what your top episode was. And so we're going to talk about that in the context of our appreciation for you, our listening audience, right? And what the number one episode was, which I think falls in line with your day and you know nothing's a coincidence as far as I'm concerned and it falls in line with your day and and what is happening and sort of the the mindset that you brought to this day in this episode and then I thought we'd talk about our individual favorite episodes if you have one I don't know if you have one but I have a couple that I would like to talk about. And then, you know, we'll wish you a, a continuation of a merry holiday season, right? Because we're in the middle of it. We've been talking about the holidays for a couple of weeks now, the importance of staying calm and collective. We made available the holiday harmony guide so that you could move through the holidays with grace and ease being distressed. And if you haven't gotten your copy, you should absolutely get it. You can use it with or without the holidays. The information in there is great anytime. But so one of the things was that our streaming numbers have improved almost 50%. 
almost fifty mm percent. -hmm. So almost a fifty percent increase in the number of downloads that we we got this year, which is awesome. We have a thirteen percent increase in followers, and that is generally our. It's not our only goal for this, but I think our primary goal is just is to grow. I mean, to, to grow. grow not just the show, but to grow personally, professionally. We want our audience to grow. We want people Absolutely. to grow, change, evolve um, into what they consider to be them, their best selves, the themselves. Yes. Them, them, <laughs> we want you to grow to be your best self. I'll their say. best selves. And, you know, and, and so growth and change and evolution are, the, the, that's the key. That is, the so that is good to know. Yes, the cornerstone of what we do here. And it, it, it absolutely. So a couple of things that here's, here's the thing, right? The, and I don't have the numbers. I probably should have pulled them up to see, especially to see if things have changed or how they have changed, particularly over the last three years, which when we started this podcast, the number of podcasts that get started that go beyond like episode three or episode five and then episode 20, right? And and so mm -hmm. you reach these milestones and the number of episodes, the number of people who start podcasts that continue on, it, th those numbers get smaller and smaller, which is true for just about any endeavor, right? The yeah. number of people that start a business that still are in business a year later five years later graduate or they'd start a exactly marriage and get to a 100 year anniversary or, or a three-year anniversary <laughs> <laughs> right but yes those numbers get smaller and so that we are still here three years three plus years later right we started in august of 2020 we're now in December, so we're three years and a quarter um, beyond, right, beyond starting. And the number of episodes, that the number of podcasts that go this long is pretty small. Maybe you can, if you feel up to it, look to see how many podcasts, what's the percentage of podcasts that make it beyond three years? I'm I'm going to guess it's pretty small, maybe I'm going to say under 5%. I don't remember what the numbers were at the time, but I know it was small and I'm going to imagine that that number is still small. So that we are still here means that you are listening and you are sharing with others and we appreciate that right? We, we are grateful for that. And I'm going to analogize this to the books that we've contributed to, right? That have become international number one bestsellers. Yes. The, the kudos of being a bestseller is great. The kudos of having a podcast with 13% growth this year and almost a 50% increase in the number of downloads. But you know, those vanity metrics are great, but what does that really mean? It means that we're making an impact in people's lives, right? That, that people are listening and they're getting something from it. There's value there. And for me, that's the really cool part of this, right? Yeah, it's great to be liked, right? Nobody, <laughs> hardly anybody posts, or does things and don't want it to um, it, to be appreciated and, and get likes and that kind of stuff. But what's really mm -hmm. important is that we're making a difference. And if it is helping you shift your mindset, if it's helping you to become a better version of yourself, then we're on the right path doing the the getting the outcomes that we desire. And we thank you for being a part of the journey and allowing us to make a difference in your life. Yay. I, 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 I think that again, 
for you and I, I mean, I really should only speak for myself, but for you and I, it's like, well, we're not, I think we would do the podcast because I mean, because we, we get something out of it. Right. Yeah. But it's like, if you're doing something, anything, and no one likes it, notices it, cares, comments, you know, it probably isn't as, um, it just ultimately wouldn't be as fulfilling. Well, you don't now, know that you're making a, a difference, right? If, you, if Well, that's sort of my point, right? Because yeah. you don't know. It's like, well, why am I doing You and I could just sit and have a conversation. True. Right. If we're not helping other people or reaching other people or what have you. So it is still meaningful, you know, and I, it's interesting how much more how many of the how many comments I get outside of the channels that we ask people to comment? <laughs> I'll just leave that right there, right? It's like, you know, we're like, oh, go to the Facebook page and leave a comment, join the conversation, leave a voice message, do a video, whatever. And then people get, a, they listen and then they call me on my phone or they text. Yes. Girl, I was just <laughs> listening to it. I'm like, okay, did you leave a comment on the, well, no. I didn't want, you know, so people are shy. It's fine. But ultimately we know that we're reaching people and that's the. Absolutely. And, and there are other ways to tell. So when something like the holiday, the holiday harmony guide, and while I haven't seen a, a comment in on a particular platform, the number of downloads of the holiday guide tell the story as well, right? So yeah. there are different ways to know the that- links that we provide and it, all Exactly, that. that we're making a difference. And, and for me, you know, I, I will speak for myself. For me, that is the important piece, is that this is a service, right? And- the interesting thing is that the the wrapped report says that our audience is in the education, it's in the health and wellness, or fitness and wellness, however that was phrased, and spirituality and growth, right? And 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 sort of in so and we're touching on all of those things. So we are in alignment with what matters to our audience. So you're listening, not just to our podcast, but other podcasts. And that gives us some insight into knowing that we're on the right track. And with that, I want to mention our top episode for the year, which was that the, it was in either late January or early February. It's called Mornings Make Your Day. And we started this year talking about the importance of how you set up your days and how if you start your day with intentionality, you have a, a, a routine, a ritual that you follow and set intentions for that, that you get better results at the end of your day, whether it's productivity, it's the way you want to feel, your health, making sure you get your fitness in, that you make better choices with your food, right? The way we start the day has a huge impact on how we maneuver and move throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And so that particular episode was downloaded and listened to almost three times as much as a regular, as other- As the average. The average episode, yeah. yes. Um, three times as much, which means that th that was something that resonated. And what I feel is important about that and sort of the timing that goes along with that is that at the beginning of a year, you know, whether you set resolutions or not, you know, you set goals. We have people who are anti-resolution. I don't get it, but if, you know, you don't want to set resolutions, makes you feel bad, fine. You don't want to set goals because if you don't accomplish it, it makes you feel bad, fine. I would say, actually, reach out to me. I can help you with that. Um, but regardless of what you call it, 
the fact that by the end of January, early February, mid-February, whatever goals, resolutions, et cetera, people said at the beginning of the year, they have fallen off the wagon by then. And so I feel like the timing of that episode was great because it reinforced the importance of doing that, right? Paying attention, being intentional about how you're you're approaching your days, how you're starting your days and setting intention for them so that you are more likely to get what you want. Do you get 365 days and then 2024, 366 days? everything you want does every day go perfectly no but you're more likely to get what you set out for if you have a plan you set some intentions right you align your thought process and continue to compare your choices throughout the day with what your intention is so if your intention is to let's say at the end of the day feel peace and tranquility, right? Every time a choice is presented to you, you ask the, the question, is this going to bring me peace? Is this going to bring me tranquility or is this going to ramp me up? Right? Yeah. And if you are thoughtful and intentional as you move through your day, you're more likely to get where you want to go than without it. Absolutely. And I, you know, I woke up today early, earlier than usual, and I hadn't been sleeping well the last few days. And when I did, I, I was like, you know what? I'm up. It wasn't raining. It had been. I want to go for a walk. I just felt like moving my body and getting some fresh air. And it was just a different start to my day than I've had recently. And it was like, Greer, you're not going to have a different day if you don't start different or if you don't have different input. No, I I hear you on that. And so that was the number one, the audience's favorite, well, the most streamed episode. We would love to hear what was your favorite episode this year? And so you can drop us a line or leave a message in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash life lemons, lemon drops. And if you want to uh, drop a, a message in the, for, for us, uh, so the, the, what was it? The the voice message link has actually changed and I need to get that for you. So I will get that for you and make sure we drop it in the show notes so that you can leave a voice message. What I would like to talk about now, um, and Greer, if you have any, would love to hear what your favorite episode or episodes from this year are, were. Um, I have a few that I would share, um, but want to make sure that the audience, you, our audience, what was your favorite episode, right? Well, so share that. Well, why don't you start? I have a couple, um, but why don't you start with one of your favorites? I, so I would say that sort of piggybacking off of the mornings make your day, which by the way is episode 142. If you're interested in that and looking for it, it's episode 142. Is it in conjunction with that, the wake up, level up, um, episode 141. So they were sort of companion episodes. I don't know that we called it a two-parter, but companion episodes in that we were talking about the miracle morning last year, we, uh, last year, this year, we started off reading the miracle morning by Hal Elrod. And along with reading that we did the 30 day challenge, which started that we started February 
um, first and went through the, the first couple of days of, of um, March, I believe, is the way we did that. Now, I had already started the Miracle Morning on January 1st, but we restarted that to give people an opportunity to read the book. And so that wake up, level up goes along with the, the mornings make your day. So those are episodes 141 and 142. On a more personal level, I would say my favorite episodes have to do with two different things. One was the release of my book, The Joy of Work. And the second were two episodes that we did surrounding your um, the disclosure of your diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, and for me, I think the reason those were my favorites were because they were personal in nature. They were things that mattered greatly to us. The Joy of Work was a series I did. In, I interviewed some of the contributing authors of the book. We started that with Greer interviewing me about the process, how the Joy of Work came to be and sort of sharing that story story of um, why I felt like it was an important book to have published. And a lot of what's happening in our workspace right now is that people are not happy in their work. They're not finding joy. They are not necessarily- well, Everybody's just sort of rethinking work altogether. Like yes. There, and, there is and, that and which obligations. I think, it's like, well, I'm doing all this work so I can have all these things. And well, do I need these things? And do I need this work? And is this what I want to do? And is this how I want to spend my days? And which I think the pandemic opened everybody's eyes to absolutely. A, lot of, a lot of things. And I think that th those are important questions to ask. Does that mean you run screaming from your job immediately without a plan? Not necessarily. For some people, that's the right approach. For other people, that's not the right approach, right? And so putting together a plan, after figuring out what it is you want, or at least getting some idea of the direction that you want to go, then putting together a plan of action and taking action. So, I, you know, it's important to look at what's going on in your life, taking the time to develop a vision, a plan, and then take action that moves you there. So, Which at the end of the day is 90% of what <laughs> we do here, right? Which it, is it, where it, the lemon drops is like come. Yes. Taking, taking life as it comes. And it isn't always pretty. Sometimes it's great and it's fun and it's pretty and it's packaged nicely. And other times it's messy and it's painful and hurtful. And then it's like, okay, now that this has happened or now that this is my circumstance and your circumstance today can be completely different than what it was tomorrow, right? Or what it was the day before. We right. just, you know, you can plan and then, but be prepared for, all the eventualities and we try to help you walk through all those eventualities you Absolutely. know and, and you know and you can't be so rigid in your plan that there's no room for flexibility or your plan while it can be rigid has to allow some room for other things to sort of permeate because things are going to happen that you just did not intend or anticipate absolutely absolutely you you have to be able to flow with the variables that some of which you may have contemplated, some which you have not. And so it is, your point is well taken. It's important to have a plan or at least a vision of where it is you want to go, some idea of how you're going to get there so that you can take a step or two, right? You can, in the end, you can take one step and maybe that's your plan. Right. Some people like to be much more spontaneous, but maybe the plan is I'm going to take one step and I'm going to see what unfolds. 
And then I'm going to take another step and I'll see what unfolds. That is a plan. I think a lot of times people are like, I don't want to be tied down to something. You don't have to be tied down to something. You Flexibility mm -hmm. is key because you don't know what's going to happen, which leads to the second episodes that the, the second set of episodes or I guess ultimately the third set of episodes that um, really are my favorite and mean something to me. And that's when we talked about the your, your health journey and the, the vulnerability that you shared and the outpouring of support and encouragement that comes not only from your community, but our community and people both sharing, you know, that they have been on similar journeys or those who haven't and just want to be genuinely supportive. And mm -hmm. so for me, you know, we could sit here and pontificate theory all day long. What's important is that we are doing our absolute best to walk our talk, right? Is to live the lives that we are espousing and not just say, this is for, you know, here's the theory of how this is supposed to work. Go do that. And, you know, we have all the answers. We don't have all the answers, right? We're living life making decisions, making, uh, I'm air quoting mistakes, you know, right? Every day. And I say air quoting mistakes because they're simply experiences that yield opportunities to learn and grow, right? So they're not mistakes in that they are fatal. And once you've done this, you can't recover. Absolutely not. You can decide and here's a here's another one of those decision points, right? You can decide that this thing that I did didn't quite go the way I had planned or wanted or desired. What can I learn from this? And how can I now take a, an, a step or take an action that maybe gets me closer to where I'm trying to go? Yeah, I, I will say that my favorite episode was that episode um and it was a hard it was hard to do for a lot of reasons um but it was easy to do for some other reasons right and i had been off of the show for a few weeks i think you held down the fort while i was going through those you know the initial period of the I, I, hospital the hospitalization and then the testing and then the diagnosis and then the uh, prepping for the journey ahead, which included includes chemotherapy, which I'm still going through. I think I'm 60%, you know, I'm not good at math. I think, I, <laughs> I think I'm 60% finished with it. Um, but what was the most uh, what made it so, and you sort of touched on this, what made it so poignant and, and meaningful to me was just, was the outpouring, not just, it was the outpouring of love and support from people. And, um, you know, it, it was very, it was touching. And there are people, it's, it's interesting um, one, how many people actually might listen to the, <laughs> to the show. It's like, oh, how'd you hear that I had, had, how'd you hear that I, you know, been diagnosed with cancer and people were like, oh, I heard it on your podcast or, you know, I saw it on your podcast website or, you know, maybe some other place or another friend or whatever word gets around. But that, I mean, dozens, if not hundreds, maybe not the hundreds in the plural, plural hundreds, but over a hundred people um, reached out in some sort of way. 
And, you know, it'd be one thing if I was, you know, famous, you know, and it's like, yeah, okay. I would expect, you know, my legions of fans to reach out. You are, your lemon drops famous. I don't have legions of fans and, you know, that people still cared and that they, um, like you said, you know, and everybody shared their own story, right? And it's sort of like when, when my son was born and he was a preemie and, you know, I was just petrified. It was like, oh my gosh, I've got this two pound baby. Is he going to survive and blah, blah, blah. I was stunned at the number of people who I would run into, you know, it'd be in the grocery store, it'd be at the hospital, it'd be at the, you know, at the mall, at the, you know, at wherever. And everybody had a story about their preemie. It was like, oh, who knew? I thought I was, you know, I guess that's the point, right? Sometimes we think we're in this alone. Yes. That we, that there's that, you know, oh, woe is me. Only I'm going through this. Nobody knows. Nobody knows the pain that I feel. Nobody knows my suffering. And, and it's like, no, you know, there's not a whole lot that's new under the sun. Other people have had it, not to minimize it or, you know, anything like that, but it's at the end of the day, you know, we are a community and we are in this together. And there are other people who've been there and can learn from you. You can learn from them. You can share, you can commiserate, you can lift each other, you can boost each other. There are so, there's so many ways that we can support one another and come together you know, as a community, instead of all of this infighting that we have, all this division and and angst that is so prevalent in our society right now. So that was the, you know, really the reason that if that it was so special to me was because it just it gave me hope for a future where we get back to sort of that post 9-11 you know, when we all came together in, mm-hmm. in a, as in this like moment of national unity and it was like, you know what, we can do this and we're going to have to be each other's, we're going to have to rely on each other to get through it, whatever it is and right. it changes right. from day to day. But, you know, that just was that reminder for me. Awesome. Well, awesome. And um, another one of my favorites. Yeah. That was, um, I don't know, remember what we called it. I think we called it surviving road trips. Yes. And when we, um, you know, we had taken a trip sort of halfway together as a family. Mastering the road trip. So, uh, you know, when we, we went to New York, some of us in our family went to New York for my son's graduation. And then we drove well we stayed together we rented two different uh airbnbs one in one in new york one in um queens outside of new york city and uh the other was in the hamptons and the the getting there the staying there the travel between the two you and michael stayed a little longer on the east coast we, my mom, aunt, Bobby and Billy uh, and Donovan drove back to California by way of Amish country. <laughs> and then the, it was just, it was such a special trip. And now in hindsight, because at the time I did not know that I had cancer. So I had some, some unique physical challenges and I didn't know why now I do know why so it made some sense of some other things but that to have had the opportunity to do that travel you know we're not a family that does a lot of you know oh we're gonna do a family trip or a family you know uh, uh, reunion or whatever we don't do a lot of that so to have had this opportunity, I wish others in our family had joined us. That's fine that they didn't. I'm not mad. Um, it just would have been that much sweeter. But the, I, you know, I still have memories popping up on my phone. I still like think of 
individual moments or some, you know, I'll get a message about something. We even like filmed commercials <laughs> when we were there. We did. At the we apothecary. Did. I mean, there were like all these like impromptu like opportunities and things that were going on. And it was just such a fun. So it was unexpected, you know, because it was just so much moving and, and shaking. So I, you know, if people have an opportunity, you know, maybe you don't want your trip to be quite cross country and a week or two weeks long. Maybe it's more like a weekend. <laughs> that might be more than enough, you know. But if you have an opportunity to spend, you know, some some quality time with your family that's somewhat unstructured, right? We had some structure, but it was sort of like, okay, we're going to go to the beach, right? I mean, it wasn't, we need to go to dinner. We need to pull ourselves together and go to dinner and, you know, go out to dinner or make dinner or go to the beach or go shopping or sightseeing or whatever. But each thing became its its own mini drama. And it felt a little soap opera-y, right? Soap opera-ish. And like you and I like sneaking away in the morning to go get coffee. <laughs> and, oh yeah, we're going to go get some breakfast. And then like we come back three hours later or whatever. But hey, you like, have to do I, what you have to do. As I think about it, right, even now it brings it brings a smile to my face. And being able to share sort of the the humor of it and the fresh there was there were frustrating parts and there was humorous parts and there was, you know, Donovan who's graduating but hadn't finished writing all of his papers and we're there and we're like, well, if you don't write this or paper, cleaned out his dorm. Or clean out oh my gosh. Yes. Or cleaned out his dorm and packed out. It's just all of it. So that was such a it was just a special it was a special time. I'll just put it that way. If I'll just, it was that. I'll just and, leave it at that. And I think, I think the what I really embraced from that was the and and you're right. We don't do a lot of that, and in in particular, haven't done a lot of that when it hasn't been around some. I don't want to mm-hmm. say tragedy it, because not so much tragedy, but. The, the first time I remember us sort of taking a family vacation of any sort since we were children um, was the either it was the summer after, I think, that Theron passed. So that would have been in 2006. Right. And from from both from 2006 back. I think probably the last time I remember, there may have been something, but the last time I really remember a family trip was when I was 10. Did we not rent those, do the rental houses while he was still here? No, we did not. Oh, okay. I so wonder, I guess first, that might've been the impetus. Okay. The, the first the first one was down in the desert, was the summer after. Um, okay. And then the year after that, and then Morro the Bay was when we went to Morro Bay. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. and, and then we've done, you know, I think something almost every year, right? Some bigger than others, some longer term, right? But we've gone to Dillon Beach. We've gone to um, French camp or French, French Gulch or French Gulch. Gulch or whatever. Yes, whatever French it's Gulch. Called. And some others, right? Down in yeah. the desert a couple of different times. Jackson. So it, yeah. it becomes, I think it's, what what's important is that is, and, and not from a modeling place, but life is short. And yeah. the time to build memories and embrace the people that you love is now right? It, yeah, it, it's, you, you can't do it after they're gone. And the fact that we had not ever been on a family vacation um, when my son was alive is, it, it, you know, except for his graduate, the, the trip where um, the accident was that, was, that was the only time. And oh, so, yeah. you know, re- remembering that yes, sometimes there's challenges in 
<laughs> being shacked up with your family. But think of think of the funny moments that come from those and and embrace those as those as opportunities. One, to get to know people better, right? To, yeah. to accept them where they are, get to know them better. But that once they're gone, you can't have you can't have them. Yeah. And he did just have a birthday, by the way. So happy birthday, heavenly birthday to him. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, and so, you know, take that. Take the and go back and listen to that episode. It was um episode 157 back in June of 2023. Go back and listen. We talked about things, tips that would help you have a smooth and memorable journey to find the pleasant, the pleasant tree, <laughs> the pleasant tree. That yeah, go with the plan. And your plan may involve, you know, getting away and going to the gym or going for a walk every evening or whatever. I think I, you and Michael went for a walk, didn't you? We, 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 a couple of times. Us. Yeah, no, a couple of times even. because, you know, I'm on this moving every day. And so whether it was, first thing in the morning or in the evening is, you know, sticking with that and going with the mornings, make your day or being intentional about how you're doing things. I will say this before we left on the trip, particularly after you guys were talking about doing like the real driving road trip, I had said in my mind that I was just simply going to enjoy our journey and whatever happened. And do, you know, do my best when things didn't seem to be going, you know, where frustration might set in to, to take a step back and say, you know what, this is an, this is a once in a chance opportunity, right? We're never going to have that even if we all went to New York again, we would never have that trip again, right? We went there for Donovan's graduation. He's never going to graduate from college for the first time ever again. For the, yeah, right? He's, that's never going to happen. And move out of his dorm and, 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 and all, all of that. that, right? And so all of those things are things that are never going to happen again, even if individual components happen again, the, the totality of that cannot happen again and so in the end let's just embrace what it is and and stop stressing about not getting our way you know other people being the pills that they are blah 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 and say you know how can i just enjoy you know find a way to enjoy this for what it is and you know let the rest of it go mm. so Final word on our wrapping up the the podcast numbers for this year. Favorites, favorite moments of this year. Um, you know, I the the term that comes to my mind in sort of in retrospect, right? This was not how I planned the year, <laughs> right? I had some whole other is true. lofty plans for the year. Um, but what what comes to mind is expect the unexpected uh, okay. and it's a little cliche it's you know I've, obviously I'm not you know the first one to come up with that <laughs> phrase um, but you should expect the unexpected and and that for me is the good thing right that's what keeps life from being boring because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know, you know, what plot twists are going to, you know, materialize or, you know, what's going to come to fruition. So just, you know, I've learned through this to, you know, I've done a lot of deep breathing, right. Of mm -hmm. counting to 10 and saying, okay, this, is, you know, Greer, your laptop, die right you did an update you, it didn't restart you, you know whatever if it's going to cost money it's going to cost money if it isn't it isn't if it's you know whatever and it it just you know and I think I'm trying to embrace cancer as my superpower 
right? It is not something to defeat me or it is not something to, um, it's, I, I've tried to just be very in the moment and Zen about the whole thing. Uh-huh. It has been, it has taken more of my attention than I would like or than I thought it would initially. Um, in large part, just because, you know, when you have treatment, when you have chemo, in particular, I don't know about other kinds of treatment, but I would assume other things are similar. Um, it's all dependent on your numbers, right? On your blood test and your, uh, you know, how you recover and you can't know and you can't change it and you can't, it's, it, cancer is on its own timeline. Mm-hmm. So I may have, in I, the last three months, I have had chemo scheduled and then it has had to be each month. It has had to be canceled and rescheduled twice each month mm-hmm. because I still wasn't where I needed to be in order to do the treatment. And I've had, and I just, it's like, you know, Greer, you just have to be okay with that and accept that and accept that in that, that, uh, that, fluctuation and that um you know un inability to con- my lack of control right <laughs> you know my inability to control the situation i just have to factor that in hope that other people show me the grace that i need to work around that and then go from there but it hasn't stopped me from working it planning ideating uh, moving towards something. I've got, you know, a project that I'm planning to launch on January 1st. Um, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, but it's, it is, it is what it is. Right. And, you know, again, you do the best you can with what you have to work with. And in the new year, um, you know, I just, my focus needs to be on living, just living, living my best life, living life, embracing, embracing opportunities and change and going for it and all of those good things. And I thought that's what I was going to do in 2024 or 2023 rather. And for the most part, or in a lot of ways I did, but again, I, I had a period of time where some things were not right. I didn't know why. Now I do. And I've tried to make adjustments for that. And we're going to move. We're going to forge ahead. And, you know, but again, with the help of the people around me, the people who follow us on, on Life Lemons and Lemon Drops, the people that I run into, neighbors, strangers, people at the hospital, people I work with. I mean, I, I just have been overwhelmed by the blessings and I don't know that I would have experienced not so much the blessings, but the knowledge of the blessings had it not been for my cancer diagnosis. It yeah. makes you stop and pay attention. And for that, I guess I'm thankful. Uh, absolutely right you know it's you know you said something um earlier about change and flexibility I, th- I think this piece here sort of the kindness of people it takes me back to right in th- those weeks and months after Theron passed um people known and unknown, right? Strangers that, that are, we have the capacity, right? To be gracious and loving to each other, regardless of what mainstream media or non-mainstream media politicians, et cetera, tell us, despite our differences on so many things, we do have the ability to be helpful and kind and loving to each other. And that is, 
you know, sort of these dark moments are reminders of that, that you are reminded, because I know this isn't something that you didn't know, but that you're reminded as you move through, as you navigate your health challenge, right? It is what it is. And the more we fight against what is, the, yeah. the more we create suffering in our life, right? And so you don't have to like what is, but you do have to acknowledge that in this moment, this is what it is. And then you get to make, that's where you get to take your power back, right? You get yeah. to take your power back and say, so what am I going to do with this? And to watch you on this journey, right, from sort of the, the, the moments where you didn't know what was going on and, and to you finding out what was going on. And I know that had to be a gut punch. But then saying, you know, learning this is treatable, you can continue to live a long, healthy life beyond this, right? And you are able to take your power back. Yeah. And when you're able to take your power back, right, that allows you to make a difference in other people's lives. And so um, you're right. We have to work with what we have or work with what we're given. And the more we can do that and just be in flow and stop fighting against it, we can find a way to thrive, right? That to, to do more than just survive the situations of life, but that we can thrive through them and we can be a blessing to other people who will go through something and then they get to be a blessing to other people and so on and so on. And, and that's the beauty of life, I think, is that we all have this opportunity to be of value and a blessing to other people. But we can't do that if we quit, right? We yep. can't do that if we give up and crawl into our dark holes. And we understand that we're not in this alone right? We're not going through this alone. Even if it seems like it, chances are you're not, whatever you're going through, you're not the first person to go through it. You're not going to be the last, right? You're not going to be the last. So, and if you are, then something was cured, <laughs> right? Something then great. Cured. Now share what you learned so that, you know, because you're the last person, it ends with you. If if it ends with you, then th what a blessing that it's been cured and we don't have to deal with it anymore. So, so as we, this year has been, it's been great. We're going into a new one. We've got all of our, we've got new listeners. We have new listeners. And we've got regular listeners. We've got our regular listeners. We've got global listeners. We We're have global listeners. Yes. Countries. So with all that, we we are poised for an even more amazing 2024. And it it I absolutely believe that. And next week, um, on the on what will be the last show of the year, last episode of this year, we'll talk about what is in store for 2024 and um, how you can be a part of what we're going on, what we're going to be doing as a listener, as maybe um, helping us create the content and reaching new markets. So with that, we want to thank you for being a Life Lemons and Lemon Drops listener, a part of our family here and we wish you the, the continued blessings of the holiday season, um, regardless of what holiday or holidays you celebrate, that they are filled with love and laughter and um, opportunities for you to accept the blessings that others bestow upon you and then for you to turn around and be a blessing to others. So until next time, thank you for rating, reviewing, liking, and 
following us. And we'll see you on the other side. Take care. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 